and now he's pressed record. All right. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Pot on Your Loons. This is Justin. Pot on Your Loons. This is James. Hey, Pot on Your Loons. This is Sam. Hey, we're still alive. Welcome back. That's good. We're yeah. still here. Yeah. December 5th. December 5th is the last time we had one of these episodes. Like two weeks later, I did one with the Lunacy guys, like a trivia episode, but you guys kind of both bailed on me for that one. Yeah, I was ill. December 5th. Uh, I got sick for four weeks, so that uh, that didn't help. But, uh, you know, I haven't seen you guys That's since right. last year. Oh. Uh, how you been? How, how you been this past year? How, how you been this past, this past year? Huh? We're like 2023 now. <laughs> Look at us. I'm getting married this I thought year. For a second the season you- of this podcast, huh? <laughs> James, I uh, S- Sam, I know that they can't see it on here, but I thought he was drinking a, a spotted cow. He took a sip, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, it does kind of look like a spotted cow. Yeah, they also can't see your man bun, Justin. I know it's kind of just—they're the lucky ones. It's just kind of like, no. uh, <laughs> I don't know what it's called. Not really a man bun. Yeah, I got my hair up. It's like a little ponytail. My hair is very long. I, I have now been over a year without a haircut, other than my wife, like, trimming up the back of my head. So I, I don't have, like, all this undergrowth and stuff. Uh, yeah, got some got some long hair. It's nice. What about your back? You trimming that, too, or? <laughs> like my butt hair? Back. Back, <laughs> like back oh, hair. Technically, right. it's a dumb joke. Back hair. <laughs> <laughs> just a dumb joke. I mean, I just have that couple. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna have us lose our lose our. our I won't talk about my back hair situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right, we uh, <laughs> we got some fun stuff to talk about. It's been a while. Uh, hold, hold hold on. So I like I went to a a Twins game like ten years ago or so. And there was a guy that shaved like Joe Mauer's oh. name and number oh. into his back. Did you see that? I mean i I've seen I've seen a lot of things shaved into to chest and back hair. So probably oh, that's oh, just a great mental image that everybody everybody's got right now. <laughs> that was awesome. That. If if that guy happens to be listening, open invite onto the show whenever you want. <laughs> A very off chance. Sorry, Justin, go ahead. You you were on to something productive. No, I was I was <laughs> I was just trying to get the show going so we weren't talking about my back hair. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so I guess we could talk about what we're gonna talk about today on the, the show. Uh, we have we have a signing to talk about. I'm pretty excited about this. I don't know about you guys, uh, but we also what has seemed to become typical loons fashion these last few years. We got some off-season drama involving uh, one special player that we all care about a lot. Um, oh, good! You're not talking about the Legion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that too. I didn't even put that in the notes, Sam. Oh man, <laughs> I don't think it. I don't think it needs to go in there, but. <laughs> but I guess that is dramatic. That was dramatic as well. Yeah, we're also going to talk about some stuff that's going on in the MLS. There's some fun news happening. We're also going to talk about the U.S. and U.S. men's and women's teams uh, and what's going on with them. And then we're going to, because this is an off-season episode, let's talk about the other teams uh, that we we follow, the lower division teams that we follow on this podcast. Oh, good. For a second, I thought you were going to make me talk about Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> Are they lower division? 
I mean, you you are going to talk yet. about Chelsea today. That's true. Yeah, that 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 is true. And and frankly, I mean, Chelsea's not doing great this year, but they're just like buying everyone. So we're going to do great the next like ten years. So James, <laughs> enjoy this year while you can. Thank you, mate. I'm. I'm stoked. We lost to Everton, but then Spurs did us a massive favor by beating Man City. So, you know what? That's wild. Life's good. Life is good. And Leeds drawing with Manchester United, this all helps us. This all helps us. There's it, a long way to go. And it helps Leeds. It help Le- helps Leeds in their relegation panel that we are in again. Again. Yeah. Ugh. Look, I mean, I'm, I'm honest. Like, we still have to pay Man City twice, uh, so <laughs> there are no early celebrations happening here. But, you know, it's looking good for top four, at least. And being 20 points ahead of Chelsea, mwah, always good for the mood. Always good for the mood. Again, I when when Justin said we were going to check in on our other teams, he didn't mean our EPL teams. He meant the other teams in Minnesconsin. So who wants to lead off with the news? I know we are kind of in off-season form. We're not a well-oiled machine quite yet. Going into our fourth season, fourth season of this podcast. Justin, you want to kick it? I, I feel like if I was the one that says, okay, Minnesota United is going to Coachella? Co- <laughs> Coachella. Minnesota United's going to Coachella? They're going to Coachella. Okay. Yeah, Justin's got you the haircut. Coachella? Justin's got a haircut for Coachella. Where is Coachella. Uh, Coachella is in California. California. You've never heard of Coachella? Google Coachella right now. Have you never heard it's of like a music festival, right? Yeah, so it's a big deal. It's uh it's in I think it was like Indio, California. It's in the desert. They are in Coachella right now for a preseason tournament. They played Orlando City in the first game on Wednesday, September Feb September. <laughs> February first. Great month. Uh, they lost. I'm, I'm also not I, the only one in off-season mode. <laughs> I couldn't find any stats for this. I guess it didn't look super hard, but but they lost two to nothing, and it's preseason. Uh, but they're going to play Red Bulls, San Jose, and Vancouver. I don't know if these games are. I don't know if they're like televised or anything. I think Sam, didn't you say they also are. they're going to they're going to do a game with uh, with Ford Madison? They're doing another the closed I think the doors balloons or are. whatever. Oh, is that what it is? The balloons. Gotcha. But that's, I guess that's the first thing, right? So like we are in the preseason. They're currently training preseason. Yeah. (laughs) Going to coach. Why don't they, why don't they broadcast any of these games? That'd be the best. Uh, I mean, I, I, we, we watched, did you watch the, the 2020 games? Cause I watched those preseason games and they were pretty, I have watched some of their preseason games. Yeah. It's not great entertainment, but it would, yeah, you know, yeah. it would kind of satisfy a thirst for us nerds. Fair. And and back then it was like, like that was, I was like, oh man, we need sports, right? That was like, that was when they were coming back from the pandemic and everything. Right. Um, so I, I was thirsty for sports and I remember not being impressed. So I think that's why I, I was like, I was like, ah, I don't know. Do we need to watch these games? But I don't know. Yeah, it'd be fun to talk about. It'd be fun to see some of these people in action, including... Including our, our new signings, we actually have. Don't we have a bunch we have of new, new signings, signings we haven't talked about? <laughs> oh man, but, sorry, fans. Okay, we 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 have some new signings, but right, we that's kind of and and frankly, why it's taken us until February eighth to get back on the mics, it's kind of been the lack of new signings. So I think that's a big that's a big kind of part of the story. Though we did have a big one today. Combination of just our schedules 
being in off-season mode, doing other things with their life, and then just not the most interesting off-season. No, not at all. But we have a signing. Yeah. So who wants to talk about the signing? Sam, you want to you wanna get you this You just don't want to try to say his name. I mean, is it Tapias? Tapias? I'll, I'll take this. It's. I thought it was Tapias. Miguel I think Tapias. it's Miguel Tapias. Yeah, Miguel Tapias. Is it Miguel? Miguel. Yeah. Miguel. Yeah. And we, we should know how to say Miguel by now as Minnesota United yes. fans. But yeah, Miguel <laughs> Tapias. You've had enough of them. 26-year-old center back from Pachuca of Liga MX, which is the team that we sold Romario Ibarra to. Hmm. I don't know that. Nice. Yep. Yep. He's still playing for Pachuca. It was fun watching him in the World Cup. Just seeing a guy that, that I've watched play before, you know, for the loons running around. That, that was wild. Right. And he didn't, you know, he, he left the loons on good terms. He didn't leave because he wanted to get away from us. He left because of family reasons. I think we can all respect that. We like our families. Right? Families are yeah. good. Yeah. So, yeah, 26-year-old center back from Pachuca of Liga MX worth $2 million, which is, right, that, that is good money for the, for the MLS. And not only gotta, is he worth $2 million, but we got him on a free transfer somehow. We got him on a free? I didn't know that. That's sick. Nice. That's what it just said. Now, I'm, I'm like, we had to have given Pachuca something. I know his contract was expiring. Like, Pachuca did not renew him. And his contract was expiring. But I I assume that his contract would have still gone, you know, into May or June. So that, that was a big part. Like, we had to have done something to be able to get him a couple of months early. But, yeah, he's ours. He's incoming. We got him. Yeah, so um, we've talked a lot on this podcast about center backs. And I think it's James. James brings that up all, all the time. Like, all why don't the time. D- DP center backs? Do, really, do they exist? Just just buy some really good center backs. Yeah, just <laughs> buy two great center backs. <laughs> profit. <laughs> don't let in goals. Win. So I looked it up. And obviously, like, you know, like we're, we, we didn't pay anything for him. So it's not... You know that cool, I guess. But I looked it up, at, and and I was looking up transfers into the the MLS for center backs, and the record the record is three point six four million for New York City FC. They they got Tiago Martins. He's a Brazilian player, but that was that's the record, right? That was last season. The record transfer fee. So if he's worth two million, he would be. He would have been like the fourth high if, if they would have paid two million for him. It would have been the fourth highest center back transfer fee, and, and I guess this is just transfer marked. So maybe it's not the the full complete history, right? But like recent history, right? They they have never paid like they don't pay that much for these center backs. So yeah, I'm excited for it just on that alone. I have no idea who this guy is, but value is good. <laughs> you know, you know the funny part is when you look down that list is that. Atlanta have the second and technically now the fifth highest center backs, right? Like highest worth transfer feed center backs. Oh, wow. Although one is from like 16, 17. So a little while ago. But still. I guess what I would say, though, is right. Despite not splashing on a center back, we have gotten pretty decent value out of the position, whether it was, you know, what once upon a time it was. Eichel Parra and Michael Boxall, and then it transitioned into Michael Boxall and Baki Debasi, and now we're looking at maybe Michael Boxall and 
Miguel Tapias as we wait for Baki Debasi to get healthy. You know, we've we've thrown in Brent Coleman, you know, quite a bit over the years when we've needed him. We've gotten decent production out of our center backs. It, it hasn't really been a huge need for us, but I, I think, right, we, you know, having two center backs right now who are over the age of 30, one who did not finish the year healthy last year in Baki Debasi, I do think, right, getting a 26-year-old guy from Liga MX who you know is ready to play right now, I do think that that is huge. Uh, Ico Parra, 29th highest transfer fee for a center back. Uh, 875k okay. is what we paid for him. That's what we paid for him? hmm Nice. And, like, that's l- literally... He was an all-star. <laughs> you know what? He was so good. We have not had... The, the next person that we had, the only other person in the top 100 centre-backs in the MLS all-time is Mikhail Marquez, who, like, we just bought for 250k. Oh, that's the kid, right? Like the younger, yeah, yeah, like the twenty-two-year-old, I think. Sweden, a Brazilian. Well, I Swede. mean, you wanna? Should we transition to that guy because mm-hmm. there wasn't really a ton of off-season move moves so far, and here you have a guy that you know maybe isn't brought in to start right away, but has a lot of hype around him. A younger guy, um, a well-thought-of guy, at least a well-thought-of prospect. Supposed to be a very athletic kid. Do we want to just kind of touch on him really quick? Yeah. I'm happy if you want to throw it over to me and we'll talk about it. Well, here's the toss, man. Cool. So speaking of center backs, uh, the other one that we... speaking I love center backs, right? The, uh, speaking of the other one that we signed, we actually picked up uh, Mikhail Marquez. I think I'm going to say that. I hope I'm saying that right. He is Swedish and Brazilian, which is... a. Uh, like funky combo. The guy a beautiful is, combination. Yeah. That yeah, beautiful. I was gonna say that sounds hot. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice that's yeah, that's a good combo. Uh 21 year old. We paid 250k for him, which makes him our second highest center back transfer fee ever at 250k, which is wild. Uh behind Ico Paro, who sits at about 875, I think I was looking up. Three year option uh, plus one extra. Just looks like a really good kid. Um, 21, right? So, so probably not going to be starting straight away, especially as we've just signed another center back and we signed a right center back and a left back. So we've signed kind of the whole defensive line. We, we've signed a person for every single spot in the off season. Well, backup, backup for, for backups. Not, yeah. not like I, I would say, I would say the only real, like Miguel Tapias is probably the only person that we're coming in expecting to start day one. I don't think we've signed anyone else that we would expect to start day one. Would you agree? Yeah, that's, I would agree. We have Valentin, who's like 31 in the right back. We have Henry, who's 29 in the right center back. We have uh, Jiba, 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 21 in the left back, uh, who's draft, right? So, and then Marquez, who's 21 in the center back. So, yeah, there's a, I think we're adding depth kind of across the board. But yeah, 21, three years, 250K. So that's, uh, yeah, that's a pretty solid option. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what he's going to do. Maybe in the doubloons? Ever see him run out in the doubloons? I've heard a lot of people kind of compare the situation to um, to um, Bangi Langwane last year. Yep. Where brought him in, excited about him, like really sweet prospect, a little raw still, 
a little raw still, probably not a day one starter, but the kind of guy that you should get excited when you start seeing him get minutes because eventually you want to see him being worked into the team. Because as we've said, right, as we've said many times, yes, Tapias, we now have Tapias. I would assume that he is a long-term starter at center back, assuming that everything goes the right way. But Michael Boxall and Baki Debasi, as much as we love those two guys, as much as we appreciate what they've done for the Loons, they are on the opposite side of 30 that we want them to be on. They won't be there forever. Having some guy like this Brazilian-Swedish guy is going to be pretty sweet for us going forward. Now, I I do think this offseason, there are really two big questions here. Two big questions here. One of them is, where is Ray? And we're going to get to that in just a little bit. But around the MLS, people are bringing in reinforcements. This league gets better year after year. Just kind of returning the team that you had last year and you had success with last year, if, if you can define success as barely squeaking into the playoffs, but just bringing back the team that you had last year is not enough as you see teams around the league improving and bringing in bigger, better players than they've ever had before. Is this enough? Is this enough signing one center back, one center back that you assume will start day one, plus another that is a hot prospect, plus some depth players? Is this enough? I mean, I think I would love to see maybe Robin Lord get cloned. A couple of times, so we could play him in like four. Someone spots. tweeted that. That's not your own. Was that Andy Andy Greeter? I think yeah, Andy that Greeter was. Uh, I think it was Andy Greeter, right? I think you sent that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was. Oh, it was. Uh, uh, it was uh, Jeff. Jeff. It was Jeff. Jeff tweeted that. Reuter Reuter. Yeah, he's also funny. Yeah, it was Jeff that tweeted that. Um, he was like, "We need Robin Lord at the eight, the ten, the right wing, and the striker, and then we'd be in good shape." So we we have a we have some work to do. I I would hope so. I'm not sure it is, but I mean we're signing a lot of depth, right? We we've signed what six people under 23 in the off season. So yeah, I think we're still a little vulnerable up top, right? We've still got Amaria and Weyer, and that's kind of it. And who do we have after Anoso? Uh, Robin Lud, right? Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> cool. We're, we don't want to make people sad. This is just our first episode back. Uh, you are, which no, actually, I, I, our I next think, discussion point is where's Ray? Yeah, I think we could sign more people. Um, <laughs> we should. But I, do, I agree. I do like that we, we've signed a lot of defense this time. Because one of the things that we had was we had a lot of people up front. We were trying to fit everyone on the field. We... We were kind of struggling, but then as soon as one defensive player went down, we looked super bad uh, in defense. We- that is true. We were banging in so many goals last year that if we only had a solid defense, <laughs> we would have been, you know, supporter shield. Yeah. Watch out, LAFC. I- I'm kidding. We we really struggled to score goals. Yeah. So Heath says that we're not done signing players. And I, I always, around this time of year, like to bring in just the historical perspective, right? I am a history teacher. And as much as you may be annoyed by history teachers <laughs> for most of the year, when it comes time to just kind of reminding you, say, when do our transfers usually come in? I, I, I think we come in handy there. So 
Just a couple of examples. It is February 8th as we are recording. The year that I really like to bring up a lot is the 2019 offseason. Because in the 2019 offseason, right, that was the year that we really revamped our team. And I just kind of want to list off some dates. You can kind of see, like, if you use the 2019 offseason as sort of the bar that we're setting, we're a little we're a little bit behind the 2019 offseason. So in the 2019 offseason, December 20th, we sign Jan Gregish. Uh, January 10th, Ozzy Alonso. January 25th, Ramon Metinere. January 28th, Ike Opara. All those players were signed to be starters. And right, it's February 8th as we're talking. Um, the last starter that, or the last player that we signed to start in that 2019 season was Vito Minone, who we signed on February 10th. So we're, we're kind of late. We're kind of late in the offseason to still be signing uh, new players. With that said, we're not like past the deadline. We're not past the deadline, right? This was when we signed Vito Minone. Later that year, we also signed Robin Lud in, in the June transfer window. Last year, right? Last year, we signed Kervin Arriaga, February 16th, who ended up getting plenty of playing time. We signed Luis Amaria, February 19th. Of course, he had been rumored much longer, and we had been p- kind of playing Ross and Rachel, will they, won't they, for a while. But yeah, like, we're a little oh, late. <laughs> We're a little late as far as when these transfers should be coming in. But he says we're going to have at least one more. He he had said we had two coming in. I assume that one of those was Miguel Tapias. I assume that another, he alluded to an offensive player coming in. So I guess we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess I just assume that we're going to, we're not going to get an attacker until the summer, like, I feel like that just is kind of how it always works that we're not scoring goals. And we're talking about how we can score more goals. And one of the ways is by getting someone that can score goals. Uh, goals. There's a, there's a good chance that that just happens. Again. Goals. <laughs> we have this elusive thing called the goal that we're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wanted to give you guys another update. I, I, I just haven't talked about this. I've been playing like FIFA online now, instead of being just a career mode player, I'm playing like FIFA ultimate team and I can't score in that game either. Like I'm very (laughs) good at defense, but I cannot score. So I, I can feel the loons pain. So here's, here's a good stat for you. 2021, we scored 41 goals and let in 42 goals. So 41 and 42. And last year we scored 46 and let in 47. (laughs) So minus one goal difference is living on for us <laughs> right now. Uh, and 2020 was, yeah, we were, we were plus eight. So yeah, we've, uh, we've been living in minus one goal difference for the last couple of years. Listen, we're going to win one, nothing. We're going to lose two to one, or we're going to tie two all or one all, you know, like that's just what happens. Yeah. Um, Wouldn't it be great to just get in a time machine and just live forever in 2020? The land and of plus eight goal differential. Build this place together, standing strong forever. Yeah, oh, man. Can we can we go back what a and, year? Can we go back and live in 2020, but we win the conference final? That would be a better 2020. How fun that would that be to go joke. back? The joke time. was is that 2020 sucked. Besides Minnesota United. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was it. We just got to we got to have that good thing. Yeah. You know what? I also want to go back to twenty twenty four. The uh, the excitement of uh, shiny brand new Emmanuel Reynoso making fun passes all over the pitch, not uh, pistol whipping and whatever. <laughs> is he? Does he want to get does, right? That was last year, and then this year is it? He wants to get traded? Like what's the, or he wants to get? Oh, does yeah. he want to go we somewhere else? Did we just? We just signed him to a long-term deal. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we don't know what's up with Emmanuel Reynoso. So here, here's our next segment. Where is Ray? Dude, we don't dude, know dude, anything. Dude. We just know that he's not in Minnesota. He's supposed to be in Minnesota, and he's not. We don't know if it's because he has legal trouble um, related to a possible pistol whip last year. Oh, um, if you remember, that was why he was late to coming to Minnesota last off season. It might be related to that. If it is, I don't know. Anything you could say is speculation. Um, does he want... There, there were rumors that someone in Brazil wanted him. Um, a team in Brazil wanted him. Benfica so too. is he hanging out? What? Benfica was also... like I guess there was a rumor that they were interested in him as well. That would be wild. Yeah. Shoot. I could uh, cheer for Reno, so having him play for Benfica. Not that I want to lose him. I just assume that Benfica would pay us good money to get him. And if we move to, if we move to Portugal, that could be our team, Sam. That's right. We have, I think <laughs> off air, we've talked about moving to Portugal. <laughs> Jeez. Well, look, uh, because it's a European country that lets Americans in. And, and there is that, like, and there is one Minnesota Aurora player that plays in Portugal. So, you know, we, we can watch everyone. Yep. Morgan Turner. Morgan Turner. Yeah, we, we can watch all the people. It's all good. Yep. I feel like I feel like as yeah, the season go. goes on, every week that Ray's not here, there should be like an intro music. To, it's like a segment. Do, 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 where's Ray? And then we, we talk about like how he's just unsighted repeatedly. <laughs> James, you work. You workshop that. You write a write a, a hit jingle. Yeah, and we'll we'll cash in on it. Yeah. So what we never did last year, I had rewrote the words to "Hey There, Delilah," for you to sing to be about like you know to just be the theme song for Loons fans when you're like, okay, this is really not looking great, but we kind of know that it's gonna eventually be okay. Hey right, there, I, I had written words. <laughs> it wasn't "Hey there, Reynoso." No, I, oh. I have the lyrics. I'll have to dig them out. It it was good. I, you know, I always had a little bit of Weird Al in me, uh, growing up. <laughs> now, with Chat GPT, I don't know how many of you have played with Chat GPT, but you can poor J, poor Weird Al because Chat GPT is going to put him out of business. You can like pick any song and be like, "Hey, uh, can you write me a song about uh, Minnesota United?" Uh, to the tune of "Don't Stop Believing," and it will do that. I, oh my! I kid gosh. you not. I, I kid you not. It will do that. I I use it with my students all the time. We kind of play it like Mad Libs, where we're like, "Okay, write me a song about unicorns playing uh, playing hockey against Norwals," and do it to the tune of uh, "You Got to Fight for Your Right to Party," and it'll do that. It's crazy. Poor Weird Al. He was having such a good year. He had that biopic and listen, listen, folks, I've seen, I've seen a couple movies. Okay. Two of them though, AI with Will Smith and the matrix, both those movies taught me or no, it wasn't. What was it? What was the, not AI. Is that the one where, I robot? where 
Yeah, iRobot. That's the one I'm thinking yeah. of. Not AI. Sorry. iRobot and the Matrix have told me is that we cannot let these computers get smart. Why are we messing around with all this AI stuff? Why are, why are we doing this? Don't do it. We know or what happens why, when they get power and take over. Why haven't we let AI start writing our podcast notes? <laughs> it would have <laughs> too many fingers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> too much typing. That's like the one saving grace of AI is that like it can't do hands it, it, it can't figure out how to do hands it really can't and the, and the thing is, is that i was playing with it i was playing it in the early days when uh it was like just just coming out a, f- a few months ago like last year sometime and the more refined that you made the ai photo the absolutely worse the hands got uh you ended up with like one hand would have eight fingers and the other hand would have three <laughs> and it was just a total disaster zone um, so yeah, any artist who can draw hands, you are you are very much still in still in demand. You still you still have a market. Yeah, there is there is a massive market for hands. Now, what we were talking about Ray, right? Like, yeah, we get back to Ray because this is a big deal. Hey there, Reynoso. What's it like in Argentina? Nice. Hey. Yeah, that was there good. You go. Did I you like just that. type that into Chat GPT? I like that. <laughs> I should have. I should have. But, but like, seriously, like, our team is built around him. He's our best player. He's our most important player. Our team is built around him. Our team is different with him on the pitch. (laughs) He doesn't have a known backup. I assume that the team has a plan B, but, you know, plan B never seems to go great. Uh, Like, so. Pause, though. In the past, though, right? It feels like every time Ray gets hurt, we just don't have any, like, he is literally the only plan. He is the loons, right? Like, yeah, we don't have an identity like I, outside of him. I did like look up our, our games without him. Yeah, like so. If you look at last season, we lost three games in September in which he was not in the squad. We lost a game in August in which he was not in the squad. We won a game. We won a game in July in which he was not in the squad. Uh, so, yeah, last season when he was not in the squad was not not good news. So he was not in the squad one, two, three, four, five times, and we lost four of those games and won one, drew none. How, ma- how many goals did we score in those games? Absolutely none. Yeah, one of them we lost four to one. One of them we lost one to nothing. One of them we lost three to nothing. One of them we lost four to three. One of them we won one to two, yeah. So he scored six. Or six. Yeah, okay. And we let in a large amount, it sounded like. At least ten. Yep. Yep. If not more. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it didn't work great. But, I, I mean, you know, part of that was during that, right, we had that stretch last year coming off of when we were the hottest team in the league. We had that stretch where we were the coldest team in the league. So he, he was gone for a good amount of those games. But the games that he was there for, we didn't do that much better. So... Yeah, I mean, it just could be scary, and it it is a bummer, right? Like, I think about the 2020 season, Justin, I, I think about when you and I started this podcast, it was Reynoso Watch. We spent, like, our first episodes talking about, like, ooh, there's this Reynoso guy, are, are we going to sign him? Like, ooh, this could be a, such a game changer. And we had to wait until the summer, but then we signed him, and it was great. It was, it was fantastic, uh, worth the wait. 
Okay. And then, and then we get 2021, we get them for a full off season. We get them for a full season, but then already last year for 2022, his off season was cut short. He kind of comes back. It was, he was probably a little out of shape. It took him kind of of a, it took him a little bit last year to get really get going. I worry that this year it could take him a little bit to get going again. I don't know what kind of shape he's in while he's going through whatever he's going through in Argentina. I, you know, I, I, I want to be super positive and optimistic, and I guess I probably think that everything's going to work out. I probably think that he's either going to be here eventually or that we're going to figure out what to do without him, but I I am nervous, and I am just kind of bummed because he's such a great player, and it would be nice to have him in the offseason to sort of get him acclimated and get the team acclimated around him, so I guess that's where I'm just kind of at. Yeah, I mean... I guess I guess I I would like to believe if Ray wasn't coming back that we'd have some sort of alternative known at this point, but I don't know. We'll find out. Ray's I think we just need to realize that Ray is Ray. He has a lot of baggage that goes along with his awesomeness. Uh, he is going to get stupid yellow cards. He's going to be very spicy. He's going to get fouled a lot. He's going to do some amazing stuff. He's also going to do some boneheaded stuff. And he is like that, it sounds like, in his off-the-field life as well. So I uh, hope he figures it out. Uh, if if this is the end for Ray, you know, if that would be – that would suck. If if I would be so yeah, bummed, that would guys. Suck. If, that would suck. Oh, my gosh. If this was the end, if, like, we just weren't going to get any more Ray, after the, after the big extension he signed last year, yeah, that would, that would have been a bummer, but – yeah, I'm sure it'll all work out. Sometimes I like I wonder too, like maybe Ray knows the kind of the position he is in with this team and how valuable he is, and he takes advantage of that. Cause I know that happens in sports, right? Like we see it in football, we see it in other sports where guys just kind of I don't know, like not everyone's super hardworking, you know. Like I'm not trying to pretend that I know how Ray is as a work ethic guy, but he might just kind of be a not take it seriously until the season starts kind of guy. And like Brett Favre back in the day like that. Oh man. So, or I mean like there's, you really can't do that in the NFL anymore. Right. But like every once in a while you hear about a guy like uh, who is the running back for the Packers. Eddie Lacy showed up at how much, how much did he weigh that one year? Like, yeah. yeah. I, chunky. He was a unique case and we don't need to get into Eddie Lacy, but yeah, I mean, he had like a couple of great years. And then a couple extra pounds. Away. That's how it works. He got paid, now, right? No, he <laughs> never. He didn't even get paid. He he never made it to a second contract with the Packers. He went to Seattle for like a year after oh, the Packers. Right. So he just fell off a cliff. Yeah. And yeah, now Seahawks. that guy was awesome. Like that guy. That guy. Um, he had. And no one cares, but that guy had like essentially an estate sale <laughs> when he left Green Bay. I'm making I'm making sure to not mute myself so Sam can hear all the times we laugh at. The yeah, this is this is 2023. Us. We laugh at <sighs> Sam uh, with our mics loud this time, just for you, Sam. <laughs> but you could you could go into his house and you could buy whatever you wanted that was Eddie Lacy's. Like he had a lot of cool Packer apparel and things like that that was actually his that you could buy. But you, I, I heard people were buying like his furniture. People were buying like leftover stuff in his kitchen. Like you could just buy whatever you wanted of Eddie Lacy's because he didn't take any of it with him. And then all that money he just gave to charity. Like what an awesome dude. 
That's pretty mad. What an awesome dude. That's super cool. That is super cool. I just wish he would have been around a little longer. Anyway, yeah, I yeah, I guess I, I think we're all kind of unanimous. We obviously just hope that Ray works things out because we love him on the team. And, you know, if there's something rough going on in his personal life, we hope that it is resolved. Should we get to the next section, the around the MLS? Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about some some stuff happening elsewhere. Guess who's in the back? League. Uh, back again. Guess who's back. Yeah, Christian, Christian Ramirez, <laughs> Columbus Crew. Yeah. So I think- does he? Does Columbus come to Minnesota? Because Christian Ramirez has still not been to Allianz Field. Does Columbus come to Minnesota? I don't even think we're playing the crew this year. What do you want? We. We're not we're not playing Columbus Crew this year. Oh. Well, maybe in the MLS Cup final we are going to host the Columbus Crew. That is when Christian Ramirez will finally be able to get his standing ovation at Allianz Field. <laughs> right cuz that, that that's kind of the thing like he played for Houston for those years and you know, like he got to play against Minnesota United. We got to watch him on TV, but we didn't get to say hi to the guy. Wasn't he, wasn't, didn't Aberdeen, Aberdeen love him? Like, what's the, did he just want to come back? What was the reasoning? I feel like Aberdeen has had a little bit of turmoil, like topsy-turvy kind of stuff. And I know a lot of the fans really liked him. I was following Aberdeen while he was with them. Not, not closely, but. Yeah, I think. It's Scotland. They were a bit sad to see him go, which is, yeah, which is good, but. Now he's gone to Columbus, which is not so good. Hang out with Kevin Molino. Is Kevin Molino still there? I know he's got to be still making money from them, but is he still playing? He is... Got to be. Yes. Apparently, yes. Okay, good yes. for them. He's Get on the roster. Together. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Oh, Christian Ramirez. I mean, I know we wanted him coming to us. I always kind of hoped he would come back to Minnesota United. Even though I wasn't big into the loons during the NASL days, it would have been kind of cool. It would have been a cool story to have him sort of play his entire career with us, come up through the lower lower leagues and keep rocking with us in the MLS. Would have been cool. Obama Yang to LAFC. We just found out about this one right before we hit record. That's Obama wild, Yang man. currently <laughs> playing for Chelsea. Yet another striker to not really work out for my <laughs> beloved Chelsea. <laughs> Lukaku's like, one Chelsea of us, strikers. One of us, one of no one's going to wear nine. No. Not nine is just leave it alone. <laughs> that was the, the joke. You want to settle the Messi Ronaldo debate? Give them the number nine jersey and have them play for Chelsea. See who works out best. Yeah. Oof. So, Bummy Young, Arsenal, Barcelona, Chelsea, LAFC. You know, and LAFC just made made quite the accomplishment. First billion-dollar club in the MLS. They haven't even been around as long in, as the Loons. And they are the first billion-dollar club in the MLS. They reached that milestone before, say, LA Galaxy, before DC United, before either the New York clubs. There you go, LAFC. And now you get a Yang. You're raining. And it You're... sounds like you get them at a discount. <laughs> what? A discount? Chelsea, Chelsea? Who knew? 
Chelsea, you have like 10 billion players in their locker room. I uh, thought the Russian oligarch sold the team. He did, and now someone else is just We're- buying a million players. Yeah, who's, whose money is this? Todd Bully, he owns the, or he's part of the ownership of the Dodgers. I know that. Mm. Yeah, they paid a, did they pay a hundred million for this, this, uh, this kid? Like this, uh, this Ukrainian kid? Oh my God. He was like 80 million. They paid a hundred million for a guy, I want to say from Portugal. Yeah, Enzo, right? Enzo Fernandez or whatever his name is. Or he's Argentinian? Yeah, yes, he's he's from Argentina, but he plays in Portugal. Oh my god! Yeah, I, so I did not realize. I was looking up Todd Bowley. Uh, yeah, you're right. Twenty percent of the Dodgers. He owns DraftKings. <laughs> that's oh, a lot go. of money. <laughs> that's that's how you can afford to get, to throw and eighty million dollars. For those of at- you who are familiar with wow. esports, he also owns Cloud Mine, which is that's a massive esports organization. Like. That is his historic esports organization. So that's is that where Ninja plays? No, I don't the know. only esports I know, James, would be Ninja and you. The look on so it, the look on James. As far as I'm right concerned, <laughs> James, James is the second most famous uh, esports athlete. <laughs> no. Sam's like James. Do you? You just what do you, you just play Minecraft? Like what are you? Uh, what are you you're a gamer. <laughs> Minecraft oh, you're a gamer. Fortnite. Fortnite. James has merch. Ja- James, James you, can merch. Bu- you can you just can you can watch James, James game on Twitch. You can buy his merch. Does anyone buy <laughs> we, your merch? Put it- <laughs> yeah, people buy. Not like uh, like let, let's let's not let's not overhype what it actually is. A few people buy my merch. We're not. I'm not out here. So you know, like. Starting my next billion dollar company over here. A few people. So like Carmen bought one. Yep. There's a hoodie. There's uh, yeah, people buy a few people bought t-shirts, hoodies. Yeah. Gets okay. around. We're, uh, we, we're worldwide. Can we, basically. Can we tape an ad? Uh, <laughs> can we tape an ad for your merch? <laughs> we should if put- anchor is not going to give us money. Can we could just give you free advertisement for your merch shop? You know, we should put on, we should put some pot on your loons merch on my merch store. That might drive some consumption. I yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can make it happen. We can do. We can do some. We're in our fourth season. We can do some pot on your loons merch. That that we can. That we can. We just need to get like. Uh, here here's all I want. Like as far as sponsorships go, I just want one of the like food vendors at Allianz Field to sponsor us. And like they don't even need to pay us. They'll advertise you every show. Yeah, Brasa, Brasa would be a burritos. great example. Just if if they just gave me a burrito and a beer, like every time I go to Allianz Field, which let's face it, I have little kids, so I'm not there that often. We will advertise your burrito every single game, and that'll save you like four hundred dollars over a year over the like six games that you're there as well. So that's just <laughs> that's a good deal. <laughs> Or breweries. I, I think that Seriously, that would be breweries. a good deal all around. Hit us up. That would be a good deal yeah, all around. Totally. <laughs> the 12 of you listening could could know where to find, where in Allianz Field you can find our favorite burrito. And uh, we would occasionally you know get 12, a free burrito. 12, if they sold 12 burritos, you know, like that would pay for you and me. So, yeah, that's fine. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> 
Should we keep going on? Uh, so you touched on a little bit this this Forbes list that came out. So LAFC, the first billion dollar club. Congratulations to them. Uh, we are not a billion dollar club, but holy cow, we're at half a billion dollars, we're guys. At, we're at we're the at loon, half the a billion came in, Yeah, they came in at 16th with a, a value of $540 million. Uh, they generated $54 million in revenue. I don't know what that means last year and they i think it, what do they operated a like a million dollar loss it looks like that's kind of normal i think that i'm guessing the tv money is the big one of the big benefactors in this yeah. like merch and everything there you go yeah so we're right in the middle of the mls that makes sense right that that makes sense i think we're well supported in minnesota but you know minnesota only have so many people number I, one be- lafc number two la galaxy three atlanta Four New York City FC, five DC United. Those are the top five. So the the funny thing is, you remember that map? I don't know how many people on Twitter have, have seen this map. The map that came out of like the most Googled team in your state. And Minnesota had the US men's national team and Wisconsin yep. had the loons, <laughs> which, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was really great. That was, uh, that was a quality. That was a quality map. Hey, my fellow cheeseheads like the loons. Yeah. Like soccer fans in Wisconsin tend to like the loons. We don't, we don't like in Wisconsin, we don't hate Minnesota the way that Minnesota hates Wisconsin. And it's, it's not even like a Viking. We're pack. bitter. It, it, <laughs> yeah. Like we, I, I think in Wisconsin, like we consider like Minnesota, like, Hey, that's our bud. I don't know. But, but Minnesota loves to, you know, take shots at Wisconsin all the time. Talk about how many shots we take. How many, how many kegs? Uh, I mean, look, the data take. does back up the alcohol consumption, but it is a problem. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was also a good map. There's some really good maps. Uh, there's some really good maps uh, around the, the upper Midwest. Mainly that Wisconsin gets very drunk a lot of the time. Oh, oh! I want to ask you guys a question. I don't know if you're looking at the list. If you're, if you are, turn it off. Who do you? Who would you guess is the least valuable franchise? Cincinnati FC. Uh, uh, RSL. No. Uh, this is James. James would have a bone to pick with these people. Uh, it's it's your boy Stan Crank, Cranky Cronky Cronky. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. And his Colorado Rapids, they are last place at three hundred fifty million. I am surprised by that. Wow! But they don't, they don't pay, like they have one of the lowest payrolls every single year. So, yeah, and they don't have a very nice stadium, if I remember right. Like, yeah, I mean, they don't. Yeah, I went to that stadium. It wasn't anything special. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, well, it's, it's. I mean, Colorado has some good other teams, right? Or. I mean, Broncos were terrible Broncos. this year. Uh, yeah, De- Denver is, you know, similar to... Their team won the Stanley Cup. Okay. So Denver is similar to Minneapolis where we're about the same size. And for cities in America that have a team in every one of the major professional sports, we're kind of on the smaller side of that. You know, like, what, three to four million people in our metropolitan area, about three to four million people in the Denver metropolitan area. Like that's not a huge, you know that that's quite a bit less than you know, you know the Chicago's, New York City's, Atlanta's of the world, Dallas's of the world. 
we're, we're not a huge metropolitan area to have representation in every major league, plus like a Big Ten team and whatnot. So makes sense. Interesting. Makes who, sense. who is above them? Who is above the Rapids? Uh, the above the Rapids is uh, C- <laughs> the big CF. Okay. CF Cincinnati. Montreal. Oh. <laughs> CF Montreal's uh, 27th. FC Dallas is 26th. Your old squad, the Whitecaps, are in 25th. Yeah. I don't know. Just you just you I guess in my head, right? Colorado, I think hipsters. Hipsters love soccer. and I guess maybe it's more stoners than hipsters at this point, right? Sure. <laughs> well, that's yeah, Portland. Maybe. Portland's the hipsters. I don't know. Well, and what, that's what, and what's I crazy... Sorry. I, I was just going to say, what's crazy is take this list and then put it side by side with the Premier League, and you'd be you'd just be amazed at how many MLS teams are like say valued higher than a mid-table Premier League club. I don't have that in front of me right now. I'm looking it up because the Premier because the Premier League allows relegation. It severely limits the value of those clubs because you could you could lose it all. Right, you you could lose it all. The MLS, you're not going anywhere. You're always going to have that. If you buy an MLS club, you're always going to have that MLS TV deal. But in the Premier League, not so much. So I, I looked. At, I found a list. So the valuations for this year, there are six teams that are above a billion dollars. That the big six? Yeah. Oh wait, no, Newcastle yes. might be in that list, right? Uh, they are not. Okay. They are not. So it's yeah. uh, Manchester United is the top at five point nine five billion, then Liverpool at four point seven billion, then Man City at four point four, Arsenal at three point six, Chelsea at three point four, and then Tottenham at three point one nine, and then it drops off a cliff to West Ham United at six hundred sixty five million. Wow, Jeez. that's wild. So where would Minnesota United be on this list? Uh, so what what was our number again? It was five hundred and we're at five forty. Five forty, sorry, five forty. We would be we would be in tenth place. Wow! So actually, actually higher. No. no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. Higher. We would we would be we would be in seventh place. We'd be higher than higher than Chelsea. Sorry, yeah, I'm reading nice. this wrong. In the actual time. Hold on. Uh, oh yes, we'd be we'd be right behind Leicester. Leicester is at five forty five wow. million. And they've won wow. a Premier League. We we'd be more more value than New, Newcastle, than Leeds, than Aston Villa, Crystal Palace, Wolves, Southampton, Fulham, Brighton. Wow. Okay. There you go. So when people complain that the MLS doesn't have relegation, you you know you can complain all you want, but that's why, right? Mm. That that is why. <laughs> yeah. And any attempt to introduce promotion or relegation into American soccer, you're going to have to figure out how to work around the fact that, you know, the, the valuation of these clubs and what these owners paid for them, you, you have to figure out how to convince these owners that it's worth their while to just be like, okay, yeah, I don't mind if my, my club's value just plummets. That's interesting. Don't, you don't have to love it, but that is the reality. Um, should we quickly touch on the new Apple TV Plus deal? Are, are either of you guys going to get the Apple TV Plus deal? I assume I assume I will. I assume Justin will. I get to watch things again. Yeah. Um, 
James, are you going to pay? Are you going to pay money or are you going to keep going dodgy? Or they shut it down, right? Yeah, so my, your... my the dodgy <laughs> website that I was using uh, got seized by the Department of Homeland Security. So... <laughs> So James might not be on episodes in the future. There that, might be just- that kind of cut me out, which was sad. Um, <laughs> but actually, there was. It's not only that. There was also a massive bust in the UK. Like a hundred and something homes were raided. Like they really cracked down on the like the illegal streaming of the Premier League and stuff. So they really went after a lot of people. Uh, so potentially, I get the first week for I get the first week free. First weekend is free for everyone on Apple TV. Um, so I get to watch the Dallas game. Hopefully I'll be able to watch it back. I think I think it'll include replays, I'm hoping. But yeah, uh, 99. That would be really nice for you. I mean, that's always been kind of annoying for us, like doing the show, like, is that you would have to rely on these, like, what, 15-minute replays sometimes? Yeah. You know, plus, you know, plus other research that you did, but those late games that you weren't watching. And actually with the new Apple TV schedule, a lot of these games are going to be later. You're going to have a lot fewer, like, you know, weekend afternoon games that you get to watch. Yeah, you're going to probably just, be watching all these on replay. Or if just I actually, sleep. if I actually look at it, there is, um, one game this season that is at 10 30 my time. And that's at home against Seattle in August. And every single other game yeah. is 2.30 a.m. or afterwards, except for two, NYCFC well, and Vancouver. Just sign up. Just watch them when you get now. out. Yeah. <laughs> Count me in to wake sign up early. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. <laughs> I'm going to put that out there. That is terrible for me. That, yeah, like, cool that we signed this deal, but... Having it at uh, what seven thirty your time every game basically is is real rubbish. Just get an energy drink to sponsor you. <laughs> I wish. I wish. Make your own energy drink. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So, well, but we want them to get paid to put that stuff into. Yeah, his yeah. Body, right? <laughs> I want to get paid for that. Uh, potentially ninety nine dollars a season might might. Uh, it depends. After the first couple of games, it might become a reality. So, yeah, because that sucks. <laughs> it's like basically just every game seven thirty, and I have to suck it up. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of excited for it just because I I hated ballet sports, but yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll probably get it. And I'm psyched that Callum gets to be on the coverage. Like, it'll be cool to see if Callum and Kendra kind of get to pair up together and do some loons games. Keep that good thing going. Did, isn't that? I yeah, thought, I'm. I'm excited Bally, for Callum. Isn't Bally Sports going bust or something? Is that what I? <laughs> is that what I saw? Yeah, I put that. I put that in the group chat. They're uh, they're currently going through. Their parent company is currently currently going through bankruptcy. Yeah. Good job, Sinclair. <laughs> you just continue to surprise us in so many different ways. How do you how do you screw up having sports television like? That's just printing money. It's not even like hot. having sports like, TV is printing money. That is like we, we look at that and I don't know all the numbers and what they all mean, but like those loons numbers that re- that reminds me at like, oh, that's why sports didn't get shut down is because like people paying to go to this game doesn't make the money, <laughs> you know, like 
it helps the atmosphere. It makes people excited to to be a part of it. But it like they're not making money off of the. I mean, they are making something, right? But like, like the TV money is everything. It's everything. Yeah. Yeah, but you did touch on a good point. Callum Williams, Kendra. I saw uh, Jamie. Never remember the guy's last name. Watson. Jamie Watson. Jamie Watson he's there he's as well too. Yep. Yep. So uh, yeah, they. That's gonna be cool. Like I said, I hope they can. Uh, I hope they can bring them together. There's some, there's. Yeah, I think that's really sick that they all got jobs. I know Callum moved to New York for it, so. Yeah, that's gonna be. Uh, that's gonna be real cool. I, uh, yeah, he'll awesome. he'll do great. I, people people will get to know him. I feel like he'll become a more of a not necessarily a household name, but like people that are soccer fans will know him. Obviously, because he'll be he'll be covering the, more than just our market, right? And I wonder, I wonder as well if he'll still be able to cover like all the the South America stuff that he does as well, like Mexico and I would South assume America. he just does that from home sometimes, right? Like he doesn't even have to be there. No, no. He just chills out at home sometimes, or I think he does fly down occasionally, but I, yeah, I know he's for sure flown down before. Cause he's, I've, I've listened to his podcast quite a bit. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Like, should we move on to our national teams? U S women's national yeah, team. We have the, she believes cup starting this month. We have U S versus Canada, February 15th. We have, U.S. versus Japan, February 19th. U.S. versus Brazil, February 22nd. I always enjoy the She Believes Club. Uh, sorry, the She Believes Cup. Great tournament. Kind of sucky name. name. <laughs> yeah, that that name does nothing for me. It's kind of cringy, but hey, whatever. Uh, Would have been cool to have some European teams in there, but. Brazil's fun. Canada, Canada's Canada scrappy, right? Like they're well. I don't know. Is and Japan, we have some Japan revenge beat us in the World Cup or the Olympics, We have some right? revenge to inflict on Canada, right? And Japan. And those Japan. are those are the two teams that have beaten us. Yep. Well, yeah, Japan's luck. won a good World luck, Cup. Yeah, Japan's won a World Cup on at our expense. Canada's won a Olympics. I don't know if you can call it at our expense because it's not like we played them in the final, but they did they did knock us out before the final. I forget exactly when that was in Tokyo, but yeah, Brazil's probably the weakest team there, actually. I know I know their men's team is a powerhouse, but women's team not quite. Uh US men's national team. We get to be in the Copa America in twenty twenty four. Well, we don't get to be in it yet. We don't know for sure, but it- I'm guessing we'll be in it. I, I thought you, that that was announced already. We have to like qualify for it, but even though you're the host, sure. I think that's what I read somewhere that, that like there's that we have to earn it. <laughs> so, okay, man, that's gonna be so embarrassing. Don't by the way. lose to Trinidad and Tobago, yeah. and you can <laughs> you can be in the Copa America. So, like Oof. honestly, the 2016 Copa America was kind of my, you know, I remember watching. Um, you know, I remember watching the 2014 World Cup. I remember watching the 2010 World Cup. But the 2016 Copa America was really like the first time where I, I just dived totally into the U.S. men's national team and, you know, knew all the players, watched every game, like just consumed as much of it as possible. So I, I'm really excited. I hope that 
just going forward that the United States and Mexico, some of these, you know, better CONCACAF teams, I hope that we can be included in the Copa America more going forward, just because it's, it's so much bigger and better than the gold cup. And it'll make us a better team in the long run, right? Like yeah. CONCACAF got smoked at the world cup this year. We were the best CONCACAF team and we underperformed, right? Like it wasn't, that wasn't a great run. Um, I mean, I mean, we're happy, but right, but but we didn't go as far as we would have hoped to have. Gone. <laughs> it's hard to get past Netherlands, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there, this this league doesn't, you know, like this league, we're more likely to have an upset to Trinidad Tobago, right, than than make a run. You know, we we need to play better competition, and Copa America becoming like just like a North and South American thing that seems like a no brainer. Let the shitty South American teams, sorry, excuse my language, have have the Trinidad and Tobago's, have them play the small countries in cent- South and Central America, make it a more competitive field. I don't know. Maybe you could do, can you do like relegation and promotion within within federations? I don't know if it works. Well, like that, that, that's kind of what the, like, the League's Cup does, at least the UEFA League's Cup. I forget if the CONCACAF yeah. League's Cup is like that. It always, I don't know. It always just yeah, ends Con- up the U.S. Conca-Caf, playing Mexico. But. CONCACAF Nations League has like A, B, and C uh, leagues. Nations League. That's what I meant to say, not League's Cup. I don't know what I was yeah. talking about. Oh, so the League's Cup is what we do with like Mex- Mexico with the MLS. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Again, off, I'm in off-season form. So I, the good I, news. It's been a long off The good news is that it's top six qualify from the CONCACAF Nations League into uh, the Copa America, and you guys have a 100% winning record, a.k.a. one of one, uh, in 2019-20 when you beat Mexico in the final. So, you should qualify, quote, based on track record. (laughs) You just got to be top six. Top six of Group A, which is... Canada, Costa Rica, Curaçao, El Salvador, Grenada, Honduras, Jamaica, Martinique, Mexico, Panama, Suriname, and the US. You don't even have to play Trinidad and Tobago. There, there you go. go. Our kryptonite. And yeah, and... They got relegated. Okay, like, I'm going to sound really stupid here. Is, is Burhalter out? Is Burhalter done? I think so. Head yes. coach is Anthony Hudson. Okay, so he Interim. must... Interim. In- interim. Okay. So okay. pretty Something much not gonna happen there. I know I'm sounding I'm sounding very amateur right now, but I have not been paying close attention to the US men's national team during the soccer off season. Yeah, uh it, it was I've been, uh, I've been very busy. January. Um so Zidane, Jose Mourinho, that would be Jose Mourinho how, would be how so wild. Fun. I am <laughs> Jose Mourinho. Uh too expensive. Um, J- Jesse Marsh, newly newly available Jesse Marsh. Who knows? I don't know. Money should be no object. Just spend whatever you got to. I want Jose. Yeah, they, For the they entertainment were, so the, value of it alone. <laughs> this article I found that was talking about this because there was there was some steam or whatever. Right, I saw it on Reddit uh, that they were talking to Zidane and they were talking to Jose Marino, and uh, yeah, like reading this article. Zidane made 12 million euros a year when he was a manager and Berhalter made 1.3 million. 
So significantly more money, uh, but that, that's kind of what you're getting, right? And then uh, Jose Marino was uh, 7.9 million. So again, substantially more money, but I'm with Sam, right? It's not my money to spend. So just pay him whatever, right? Get some, get someone cool, get my guy Bielsa, you know, run him into the ground. I bet their clubs will love that. Uh, no, <laughs> I, Jesse, Jesse, well, Marsh not might like be the we guy. have any other players. So yeah, <laughs> uh, it's not like Minnesota's you know, like, getting any of those players anytime soon. So yeah, run them into the exactly. ground. Yeah. So, so I don't know, like Jesse Marsh would be fun. I think I read it, the latest thing though, said that they don't have, they, they're no rush to find someone like they're going to, they're going to make sure they find a good person to, to fill that spot. Hopefully someone that doesn't have beef with someone else's parents. Yeah. Uh, does, does Gio Reyna get to be in on the interview <laughs> or hopefully does Gio Reyna's his mom dad. get to be on? Yeah. Oh my so, gosh. So by the way, did we, you're, did we you're talk current? about this whole, th- did we talk about this on the podcast at all? What happened? No. Cause we haven't recorded in a really yeah, long time. Oh my cause, gosh. Cause the, so, the, so so Greg, the soccer Greg, mom, the soccer mom drama went down. Oh my God. But, so that's crazy. But then like, but like, even like the crazier part is like, wait, so Greg Berhalter, you got drunk and you you kicked your wife in the legs? Like I've never like what? Like that's people do that? Like they just kick people? Like did he slide tackle her? Like she she said something he didn't like and he just freaking went went boots up on her? Like what what happened? studs up? Put the metal studs, studs yeah, in. Stud, studs oh, up. No. Now I guess in like a completely it's terrible more playful though. I'm not way. To, yeah. In a more playful way, I had a kicking phase like in my early 20s where if I had a few too many drinks, I would try to kick my buddies. But it was more... (laughs) Did you guys not have this? I like, never was this not a thing. I mean, <laughs> the only time was if they were walking and then you would like try to like, like just kick their ankle. So just give them oh, a tap or so that they tire people. I, trip over, I would yeah. try to kick them in the butt. You guys never did this? Who are you uh, right now? Oh. Is this, uh, is wait, this hold Greg on, Berhalter? Sam, Sam, just sh- Sham, Sam, hold on. Sham, Sham. Uh, as your, as your, oh, as your, as your, your attorney, I advise you not to speak anymore <laughs> of this. Wait, have we actually got Greg Berhalter on this podcast? Oh my God. Greg, tell me about it. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. Anyway, I, not that abuse is any, I don't, I don't condone any sort of abuse, but it just, it just caught me so off guard. And just the fact yeah. that, like, it was like, so, like, G, uh, Gio Reyna wasn't playing. And so he pouted and was, like, angry. And then his parents just ruined Greg Bol- Berhalter's, like, like ruined his job, right? Like, they, like, they had this 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 ace up their sleeve to say, all right, well, we know that you got arrested 20 years ago. Did he even get arrested? Wife. They, like, talked it through. Like, they went to therapy and everything and talked it out. And they are fine. And then he got married to her, and now they're like, whoa, whoa. He went to, like, the general manager of U.S. soccer or something, like, and was like, whoa, whoa d- d- he's not letting my boy play. Uh, he assaulted his wife. Like, how do you even have this guy's number? <laughs> like, why are you even they're friends. talking to the general manager? They were friends. Like, this this is, like, going against your buddy type of thing. This, like, how do you, wow. how does, I don't understand how, the, like, the general manager or whoever it was, McBride, I think it was a McBride. Like, how how do you get influenced by a player's dad and mom? Like, how do they have you on speed though? Like, um, 
excuse me, uh, this coach was a bit of a dick to my son by not playing him. So here's all the dirt. That guy should never be answering that phone call. Well, Gio Reyna is a bigwig. Like he, I think though this, the, I guess like the the silver lining, I guess in a way, nepotism sucks anyway. But like the silver lining is that Gio Reyna, I think he stepped down from his his actual like soccer job after this because it was like, yeah, this is stupid. I can't believe you just did this. So the, he has had repercussions as well. You mean Claudia Claudia Reyna, right? He, or yeah, that's, that's what I meant. His his son's Giorena, but Claudio Reyna, his dad, who's U.S. soccer royalty, right? Like he's, I don't know, was he captain, Sam? I don't know if you remember that, but like I, I know that he's always been a big deal. I know I watched him play it. Yeah, he did very captain old, very, at a world very cup. old. He captained yeah. at a world cup. So, I mean, Gio's like, I mean, Gino does make me feel old still because I think he was born in like, was he even born in? Was he born in the year two thousand? We're off the rails. <laughs> Probably Maybe not after. that much. 2002, after yeah. 9-11, Giorena wow. has only known post-9-11. <laughs> you had to throw in the- So, no, no, no. You, you, uh, should, you should also, Shrek came out the same year as 9-11. So you can always say, like, <laughs> oh, post-Shrek. You've only ever known Shrek. <laughs> yeah. Didn't even know Shrek. Shrek, yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't know a time before Shrek. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, in Great Britain, they used to refer to Claudia Reyna as Captain America. Because uh, real original, I think they do that for everybody. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, like we've, we've called Pulisic Captain America. Yeah, hey, we gotta we gotta keep going. Otherwise, we're gonna have a guest host pretty soon. Because I can hear my kids upstairs. They just got home from they just got home from school. Um, Minneapolis City. Carl Craig, former Minnesota United manager. Carl Craig, former Ford Madison manager. Carl the originator Craig. of the Wonderwall song, right? Yeah, yeah. Good for him. Good for him. That'll be Good fun. Him, yeah. uh, we'll actually have to go to more than one game this year. Let's do that. Yeah, no no news for, at least no news that we gathered for Minnesota Aurora or Forward Madison. But as far as the doubloons, Minnesota United 2, they signed Pulisic, so that's cool. Well done. <laughs> well done, yeah. doubloons. Cannot wait for that. Pulisic, nice job. Will. Pulisic. Plays in goal, right? Will Pulisic do what? <laughs> yeah. Will Pulisic also- play goalkeeper? I mean, he seems a little short for goalkeeper, but... <laughs> also, also shout out on the Crows uh, for my buddy Matt Van Bershoten, general manager of the Crows now. So, got a promotion. Oh, nice. Good job him. You guys, yeah. dude. Yeah, good for him. Very cool. All right. Well, Minnesota United, the season kicks off February 24th. Fifth. Oh my gosh! Two weeks. It's two weeks. Yeah, just two weeks. I don't know. Like we got to finish some more episodes. We got to have a kit. When are we getting a kit? Yeah, there no no kit. Yet. No kit. Yeah. No kits. I, yet. I assumed if we didn't have a signing, we'd at least have a kit by now. And I, I shoot, we do have a center back. I, I got a <laughs> guys. We got a center back. It just it doesn't feel it defense feels like is good. I guess. We've known about him for a while, and he plays defense, which isn't fair. Like defense wins championships so like be cool about that uh anyway season kicks off february 25th at fc dallas home opener though march 11th against new york's new york red bulls uh justin doomsday and i should be at that one so that should be fun yeah we're gonna bundle up we're gonna bundle up and go to that game Yep. 
Yep, there we have it. So yeah, hopefully a new kit soon. I always love our kit episode that ends up being like our highest ranked episode of of every season that we've done this. Um, I guess probably some preseason predictions we'll have to come up with soon. Maybe some more signings. Yeah, you guys shouldn't have to wait another two months before you hear from us. (laughs) Maybe you'll even hear from us next week. (laughs) No promises, though, but you'll hear from us soon. You'll hear from us for sure. Can we can we guarantee them at least one more episode before the season starts? Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're gonna have another episode before yeah, the yeah. season starts. We might even squish awesome. in. We might even squish in two before the season starts. We'll see. This time, we'll see. Wow. This time says the guy that doesn't have kids. All right, <laughs> that's correct. And as I did say at the top of the episode, it frees up your day pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I am, I am actually. I'm getting married this year, which is weird to say. Uh, still, but uh, yeah, exciting. You use like a fancy um, like wax thing to close your envelopes. I got the, yeah, right the, I did. the other day. Yeah, with a stamp Dustin, and everything. You get some of that fancy wax. I just got like a like a postcard thing. There's a there's a fancy wax thing coming too. So fancy Michelle must have opened it and taken it. Yeah. Oh, she didn't tell me about the fancy wax. There's fancy wax. Oh man, dude, you should get wow. some of that for your back. <laughs> <laughs> uh let me just say something i i don't have a hairy back i don't not that, that that's a problem missing out man people with hairy backs you know if you have a hairy back that's that's all for you but i don't have a hairy back just full full disclosure <laughs> hairy backs are warm can confirm that just had to come full circle i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> james teed me up for it yeah <laughs> kind of home okay. run Peace out and bot on you loons. Jesus. Peace out. <laughs> See you Pot later, everybody. <laughs> Peace out. Bot on you loons. Peace. <laughs>